0: Kaya hey, buntag sa atana, no? Recently, I stumbled on an article sa internet. Ang title niya, Why You Should Not Read the Bible as a Whole. Yung author gave several good reasons. The first, sabi niya, alam mo kung babasahin mo lang yung Bible as part of your bucket list, huwag mo nang gawin. Kasi hindi din siya magbe-benefit And then she said na, if you read the Bible to understand the Lord, the, the author said, there are many other ways naman to understand God like prayerfully contemplating on your situation. Pag meron kang problema, pray mo, baka maintindihan mo. Or at times you meditate on what's happening. Besides, sabi niya, you don't have to worry about understanding the whole Bible because God is gracious. Anong ibig sabihin? Si God is gracious even to those na hindi nakabasa ng Bible. You know, si Gina today is reading the Bible but God was still good to her maski... Hindi pa siya nagbabasa. So sabi niya, hindi rin naman siya gano'n ka-importante. But then she also said that in the past, the Bible was read in a community. If you read the Bible, you will often find they gather sa temple and then they read as a whole. And I guess that's the reason why we are encouraged to join Bible study group. The last reason na sinabi niya, sabi niya, Jesus is the main character in the Bible. So if you want to understand Jesus, the gospel should be enough or more important than the rest. Many years ago, I remember there was this person who told me that the Old Testament is not required anymore because the New Testament is enough. In fact, sa mga karamihan ng simbahan, yun ang mano-notice mo. Ang pinag-uusapan parate, New Testament, hindi masyado yung Old Ako naman, you know that I'm a person who tries to read the Bible cover to cover every year. And I do not read other Christian books because I'm feeling ko, I, I'd like to get my feeding directly from the Lord. Noon may nagsabi sa akin na uh, when you get your spiritual feeding from reading commentaries and reading books, it is like having someone chew sa bubble gum. Nung wala ng lasa, kinuha mo, ikaw naman daw ang nagchew. Since I do not read other books may nagtanong sa akin, So why do you write books? So that other people will read. Ang sagot because It is because I'd like to help them find reasons to read the Bible on their own. You notice I always share my story, Anong ginawa ni God, Hoping that someday they would also want to experience what I experienced. And then I tell people in my books, ko, The blessings will only happen if you read the Bible as a whole. Alam niyo, when I published my second book entitled The Keeper of His Garden, I asked an American missionary to review it so that he can give an endorsement. Maganda naman yung sinulat niya, and you will find that dun sa Keeper of His Garden. However, when he sent me his endorsement, he also sent me a personal note saying that he finds it arrogant of a person to say that he does not read other books except the Bible. Kasi sabi niya, there are many good books that can help explain God also. As I read this article, ang tanong ko, is the New Testament really enough to understand the Lord? If the New Testament is enough, then why did Jesus say that He came to fulfill what was written in it? What do I mean? Can you turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 5? I'll be reading verse 17 to 19. Do not think that I came to abolish the law and or the prophets. I did not come to abolish but to fulfill. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke shall pass from the law until all is accomplished. Whoever then annuls one of the least of this commandment and teaches others to do the same shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven." But whoever keeps and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So sabi ni Jesus, I came to fulfill the law. Now how can we fulfill the law if we do not know the law? In fact, when the rich young ruler came to Jesus, tinanong niya, no, how can I inherit the kingdom of heaven? What was the first requirement Jesus gave? Sabi niya, obey the commandment Moses gave. Now, how can you obey the commandment Moses gave if you do not know them? Tapos, one time, there was this lawyer who asked Jesus about the greatest commandment. We see his answer in Matthew chapter 22, 36-40. to Sabi ng verse 36, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophet. Jesus connected the two most important commandments to the law and the prophet. You will notice that the word law is capitalized. Bakit siya capitalize? Because there's only one law. And what does that mean only one law? Dami binigay ni Moses. There is only one law, to love God. All the other commandments was to support that law, to explain ano ang requirement ng loving God and loving your neighbor. So he listed all these laws, pero lahat sila supports one law, which is to love God. So ulitin ko, how will you love God and your neighbor if you do not know the law that was written in the past and do not know what the prophets said? Can you understand the law by prayerfully contemplating? You know, according to the author of the article, sabi niya that she does not read the Bible as a whole because nadidepress siya pag, nakit, pag nakakabasa siya ng war and mga sufferings in the past. Tapos, she feels bored reading the genealogy and all the numbers. Kayo ba excited kayo when you read the genealogy? <laughs> di ba, ang haba-haba? Minsan, limang chapter, puro genealogy. Ay, tas, pa, poor... <laughs> di ba? So, sabi niya, ano naman significant yan sa atin today? Jesus said, He came to fulfill the law. So, meron akong tanong sa inyo. What is the danger of not knowing the law that which God Listed in the Old Testament. What is the danger? Kasi sabi nila eh, Jesus is enough. In fact, gospel is enough. What's the danger of not knowing the law? Wrongly teach it. Ano pa? Ako, I discovered that the danger is you will misinterpret many of the teachings of Jesus. Not lang the New Testament, but Jesus. Like, for example, we discussed this a Bible study natin, no? the the adulterous woman, si Gina, when she said, I cannot judge others pala because I am a sinner. And I told you, that's a wrong interpretation because we do not lo- understand ano sinasabi nung situation. Like, if you don't mind, can you go to John chapter 8, verse 3 to 9, so that I can explain to those na wala sa Bible study namin Ayo, uh, ano reaction ko dun sa sinabi na ni Gina that she cannot judge others because tayo lahat may kasalanan. So let let me just read verse three. Sabi ng verse three, the scribes and the Pharisees brought out uh, brought a woman caught in adultery, and having set her in the center of the court, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in adultery in the very act. Now in the law Moses commanded us to stone such women. What then do you say? They were saying this, testing him, so that they might have grounds for accusing him. But Jesus took down and with his finger wrote on the ground. But when they persisted on asking him, he straightened up and said to them, Who is he without sin among you? Let him be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they began to go out one by one, beginning with the older ones, and he was left alone, and the woman where she was, in the center of the court. Today, this story is being used against capital punishment. Because sabi nila, sabi daw ni Jesus, only a person of no sin can judge another person. Since all of us have sinned, we cannot condemn anyone to capital punishment. Because, ang nakita lang natin is, He who has without sin among you, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. However, sabi when they came, now in the law Moses commanded. Do you know what Moses commanded? Most of the people who interpret this do not even know what Moses commanded kia gumulo for you to appreciate this, this story you must understand what Moses commanded so this is misinterpreted only because people believe the new testament or the gospel is enough ang tanong what did Moses command we see the commandment about the stoning in Deuteronomy 17 can you turn your Bibles to Deuteronomy 17 We'll be reading verses 6 to 7. Dito, sinabi ni Moses, ano ang gagawin to everybody who is worthy of being stoned to death? Those who are being stoned to death are murderers, adulterers. In fact, sinabi pa sa Old Testament, yung mga anak na hindi respectful sa mga magulang, can you imagine? They were uh, parang kasama sa stoning to death. So ganun ka-stricto. So ito sabi ng verse 6, On the evidence of two witnesses or three witnesses, he who is to die shall be put to death. He shall not be put to death on the evidence of one witness. The the hand of the witness shall be the first against him to put him to death, and afterwards the hand of all people. So you shall purge the evil from among your meats. Now, sa adulterers, who, is, who, who are the people uh, worthy to die? Yung babae lang? Lugi naman yung babae, no? Di ang lahat ng lalaki pwede maging adulterers. Wala kami kwan. Ang tanong dun sa, dun sa kwento ni Jesus, nasan yung lalaki? First of all, nasan yung lalaki? Bakit hindi kasama? Ito sa sabi ni Jesus, the one who has no sin. Sino yung who has no sin? Walang sin dun sa babae. Hindi walang sin as a whole. Sino yung walang sin sa babae, yung witness must throw the first stone? May nagbato ng first stone? Ano ibig sabihin nun? Lahat sila baka kasama dun sa babae o yung iba hindi naka-witness. And that is the context. So, if you interpret the adulterous woman's story on its own, Tama kayo. We should not impose capital punishment. Pero may tanong ako. Kung puro na lang tayo hindi pwede mag-judge ng ibang tao kasi lahat tayo may kasalanan, what kind of nation will we be? In fact that's a nation that's our nation today. We're very tolerant of sinners. And then we do not protect the victim. Bakit? because you don't want to judge the sinner because meron kang kasalanan so what kind of nation will we be we will become an a very sinful nation because ngayon yung victim ang matatakot instead na matakot ang gumawa ng kasalanan yung victim ang natatakot kasi pa-protektahan mo yung is that the kind of nation God wants us to have can you turn your bibles to Deuteronomy 16 verse 20 Deuteronomy 16.20 reads, Justice and only justice you shall pursue, that you may live and possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Bakit magulo tayo? Kasi we don't impose justice. Eh. And then, no, nagkaroon tayo ng presidente who's very strict and justice, nagagalit tayo. We're looking for another president who's tolerant. Yung bang, pati yung, pati yung mga drug lord, papakainin mo pa, bigyan mo pa ng magandang bahay. Okay, magpaparty pa. So what kind of nation will you be? Only because you'd misinterpreted the story of the adulterous woman. Because people did not take time understanding the law Moses gave. The author said, that there are other ways to understand the bible and the lord apart from the bible we can achieve this by prayerfully contemplating on the things we hear and see you know ako i have been seriously contemplating on the bible for the past 24 years and i still make mistake maling pagka intend and that's the reason why often i share with you mga bago kong learning. Can you imagine? 24 na akong, twenty-four years na ako nagbabasa, there are still new learnings kasi mali pagkaintindi. So the reason why we misinterpret is because we read the Bible based on our biases, based on our experience, and the things we hear about from the world. Many years ago, kami ni Pichi when we were still doing Bible studies, we were still in AIM sa Manila si Peter Tanchi uh, si CCF young. we overheard a lady coming to Peter Tanchi they were arguing about divorce okay sabi ni Peter Tanchi pakita siya ng ng verse bible say god hates divorce so sabi ng babae tama naman yung nakalagay dyan, eh god hates divorce but doesn't mean she will he will not allow it tama rin yung babae no? <laughs> diba, pag gusto mo papayagan naman din god eh does that mean okay siya because she's interpreting based on her bias or maybe based on her pain. When you study the Bible in part, you will not st- understand God as a whole. There was one time I attended a Bible study na, kas, na sinama ako ng tatay ko sa Manila. And they was, these were their old friends. So they read one verse sa Bible and then asked everybody to share their perspective. Most of them started by saying, from my experience. Do you think after, at the end of their Bible study, they agreed on a common understanding? Bakit? Kasi kanya-kanyang experience eh. And because we do not study the Bible as a whole, truth becomes relative. Ano, anong, anong truth becomes relative? Meaning, yan truth sa'yo iba sa akin. Huwag mo akong pakialaman kasi iba yung sa iba yung sa akin. Now, will, will that be good for all of us? No. Because iba-iba, so ngayon magkakaproblema problema tayo. Hindi kita pwedeng ijaise like parang for example. Sabi no ang sabi ng mga drug lord, bakit nyo ko paparusahan tumutulong na lang man ako sa ibang tao? Paano siya tumutulong? Kasi pag may pera siya, bibigyan niya sa ibang tao pero saan galing yung pera niya? Doon sa mga adik. In his perspective, tama siya. So he does something to help other people. Pero kasi yun yung truth sa kanya. I discovered that the only way you can understand God's perspective is to let the Bible explain itself. What does that mean? Meaning you should use one part of the Bible to explain what you are reading. But how will you know what the, what the other parts are saying if you don't spend time knowing? So how did I know the ways of Moses? Because I've been reading the Bible for the past 24 years. Pa then one day I noticed, Uy, meron palang law. You know, in the, Bible, in the Bible study with a group of pastors in Davao, I shared with them the idea of fruitfulness. I told them that God wants all of us to live in abundance because this is the only way we can bless other people. Diba, papamigay mo pag ka? Pero because it was assumed there was on the chat a lady who kept on insisting that the Bible said do not store up treasures here on earth because God wants us to store treasures in heaven. Have you heard that? Is that a valid verse? Yes. However, if you interpret that on its own, then you are disregarding what God said in Deuteronomy 15, verses 4 to 5. Verse 4 reads, However, there will be no poor among you, since the Lord will surely bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance to possess, if only you listen obediently to the word, to the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all His commandments which I am commanding you today. If God do not want us to prosper here on earth, then back it to Deuteronomy 8:18. 8, you don't have to go there, but God said, "I am giving you the power." to make wealth. Now, question. If you believe you should not prosper here on earth, how would you live your life? Lazy, ano pa? Pag may pera kayo, ano gagawin nyo? Bakit nyo wawaltasin? Hindi mo kailangan Hindi yung umaman, di ba? So, ano gagawin mo? Hindi ka magtatrabaho, hindi ka mag-iipon. Hey, hindi natin inintindi God wants us to live in abundance so that we can be a blessing to many people. Kaso lang, we can only live in abundance if we obey the Lord. Ako, I agree with the author that God is gracious even to those who do not know Him. All of us experienced that. Even before I became a Christian, God was, be- God was gracious to me. Pero ang tanong, dapat intindihin natin yung graciousness ni God. Can you turn your Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5? Sabi diyan, You younger men, likewise be subject to your elders, and all of you clothe yourself in humility toward one another. For God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. While God's grace is offered to all, God's grace is not given to everybody. It is only given to the humble. Meaning, yung pumunta sa kanya, pero humble. Hindi man siya kilala, pero humble siya. God only gives grace to the humble. No question, why does God give grace to the humble? Anong gusto niya mangyari? Kasi gusto niya, pag naka-experience ng blessing yung humble, baka gusto siyang kilalanin. God's grace should always lead to wanting to know Him or to wanting to have eternal life. Pero you ask, what is eternal life? Karimihan ng tao ang belief nila. Eternal life is going to heaven. Hindi ang eternal life. We have been we have the wrong in understanding that eternal life is just about, about a life after earth. What is eternal life? Okay, let's go to John chapter seventeen verse three. This is eternal life that they may know you the one true god and Jesus Christ whom you sent if eternal life is to know god and to know his son jesus christ then we should really be spending time reading the whole bible bakit kasi if you want to understand jesus you read the new testament if you want to understand his father what should you read the Old Testament, diba? The Old Testament is preparation for Jesus. But in the Old Testament, you will understand the Father. Unfortunately, if you only try to understand God dun sa mga masasamang nangyari in the Old Testament, you'll also feel disappointed. What do I mean? One of the things people always ask is, Grabe si God, no? pinapatay niya sa mga juice lahat ng tao sa Canaan. isn't that unfair or parang a form of evil, Diba? ba? Can God be evil? Because hindi mo na nabasa yung kwento, so you form this conclusion. Now ang tanong bakit ba pinapatay ni God lahat? Can you turn your Bibles to Deuteronomy seven, verses one? To six, When the Lord your God brings you into the land where you are entering to possess it, and clear away many nations before you, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perisites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and stronger than you. And when the Lord your God delivers them before you, and you defeat them, Then you shall utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenant with them or show no favor to them. Furthermore, you shall not intermarry with them, nor shall you take their daughters for your sons, for they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and He will quickly destroy you. For thus you shall do to them, you shall tear down their altars and smash their sacred pillars and hew down their asherim and burn their graven images with fire. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God, and the Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for His own possession and out of all the people who are on the face of the earth. Why did God ask them to destroy everyone in the land? Because... If they do not, they will lead them to sin. You see, these nations are very matured. And they were a young nation. Ano mo, parang bata. ba ang bata, pag pang expose mo sa matanda, Ano mangyayari? Sino mang ibabaw? You mature. So God was protecting them. Sabi niya, destroy them. And besides, their sin has overtaken them. God, ano ibig sabihin sin has overtaken them? Ibig sabihin, time na na para i sila. Pero God asked them to destroy all these nations to protect them so that they will not be destroyed. God was protecting them. Para rin kayo. Diba kayo, God will tell you, do not associate with people who are more mature with you and sinners because you will be influenced. So God eventually wanted them to influence the world when they are more mature. While the Bible was often read before communities, it was read kasi may mga bata. Now, bakit mo in the community? Para yung mga bata can ask the advice of those who are mature in the faith. However, at the end of the day, the community reading must lead the person to being intimate with the Lord. You know, said John 15:4. No, you don't have to turn. But Sabin, "Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit on itself unless it abides on the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me." So God wants us to learn to become intimate on our own. Now, question: Can you decide for the community? Can you say all of us will be intimate with the Lord? No, you cannot. You cannot. You cannot decide for the community. Everybody has a choice. Community reading must still lead to a personal and intimate relationship with the Lord. And finally, the article said that there is something more important than understanding God's word; it is understanding God's love. However, Tanunko, ko how can you understand God's love apart from his word, the Bible was written to reveal God to us. If we try to understand God's love apart from His word, you are in danger of being misled. What do I mean? But the whole world said God is love. God is loving. Tama bayun To talk? okay, God is loving. So therefore, God will love everybody, regardless of their sexual orientation. Tama bayun? Supposing, di ba, yun ang argument ng Ng, mga, ng LGBT o homosexual. God is loving. So therefore, He will love me. Does God love them? Totoo. But, but will God tolerate them? Accept them? No, because meron siyang sinabi-sabi niya, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven unless you do my will. Now, if they decide that, walang problema. God will still love them. Pero iba yung issue, na sa langit. So sabi lang, God will I still accept me because God is loving. Because you did not understand the word, kakaroon tayo ng uh, wrong expectation kay God. The Bible is not a book to be checked out from your bucket list. okay It is a book written to guide us, protect us, and bless us. What do I mean? We're about to close. No? Turn your Bibles to 2 Timothy Chapter 3 We'll read verses 16 to 17. Verse 16 reads, All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every Good work. The Bible is not a book to be or to be accomplished or part of a bucket list. The Bible is to be read every day to make you a good person. But on the other hand, how about the boring parts of the Bible? ba? all the genealogy, all the numbers. This is where I agree with the person that we do not have to understand everything in the Bible, especially in genealogy. Why is the genealogy important? So that the Jews will understand their history. Pero hindi ka naman Jew. Wag mo nang yon. Wag mo na magpilit maging Jew. Pero how do we now read the Bible? If, that, if, if the Bible was written for the Jew, paano tayo? The whole Bible was given to bless us. But this can only happen if we read it for the right reason. So how should we read the Bible? Ako, this is how I read the Bible. Kindly turn to Deuteronomy 29.29. 29. It reads, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our sons forever, that we may observe O all the words of His law. So, tinanong ko si God, Lord, anong silbi ng genealogy sa akin? Hanggang ngayon, hindi pa niya ako sinasagot. So, hindi niya pinaintindi sa akin yung genealogy. Hindi rin niya pinaintindi sa akin yung lahat ng numero. But I am sure meron yang ibig sabihin. So, for 24 years, wala siyang pinaintindi sa akin sa genealogy. So, does it is it important for me? Those things remain a secret. Pero the rest, he explained to me. So yung naintindihan ko, I will act on. Yung hindi ko naintindihan, hindi ko iintindihin. Should you read the Bible as a whole or not? Totoo that God is gracious, that you can also understand God by prayerfully contemplating on what's happening sa inyo. And tama, there is. it is more important to understand God's love. However, we will never understand Jesus, God the Father, in the Holy Spirit, apart from understanding the whole Bible. So you should read the whole Bible for your benefit. Not just for anything. For your benefit. If you really want to enjoy a good life, read it and then do not read, do not understand it in part do not take one verse and interpret your situation or the or the whole bible you should take one part and try to understand it using the old testament the new testament and the gospel so that you will live a good life okay rinyo sinulat ng tao because maybe that would minister to other people but for you I wish you would decide to be intimate with the Lord by reading the whole Bible and take it as a whole. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for the things that you continue to reveal sa amen. And I pray, Lord, that we will always respond to you in a personal way. Lord, hindi naman talaga importante that we be concerned about whether other people read the Bible as a whole or not, ang importante kami that we should read it for our sake, that we may understand you better and respond to you well. Father, we are grateful for our time to worship, grateful also for the things that you have done to all of us for your grace. Grateful, Lord, that we can continue to have fellowship and even share a meal. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.